This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, my loves. I am recording a really special episode It is for the new year as we enter into 2023, rebellious resolutions. What would you do if it was the first of the year? I don't want to scare you, but we're getting really close, right? And so I want to think, I want you to think about really put yourself in that place of if it was the first of the year, what kind of pressure would you be feeling? What kind of things would you like to be doing? Where do you see yourself, right? And I think so often, well, even as I was preparing for this segment or this episode, I thought, oh, how did, let let me teach people how I write my goals. Let me teach people like to pick a word that that embodies their um, new year, right? Because I think that's such a popular way to write New Year's resolutions. But that's not rebellious (laughs) and it's not me. Um, I mean, I do those things, but it's not what really transforms my life. Those are things that are important. I think setting goals is really important. I think having a word to embody helps you manifest the shit out of a new year or something that you're really trying to embody and become, right? But as I sat down to write five rebellious resolutions, what came out was a little bit different. This is going to be a short and sweet episode. So write down, journal, follow along. So number one, question everything. If you want to be rebellious, question it. Question society norms. Question laws. Question why things are in place, who profits from them. Question your belief systems. What do you what drives you? What do you believe about yourself? How have you been doing things? Question your systems. Are they sustainable? Questions your family dynamics. Are they healthy? Would you like a new family dynamic? Would you like to create new healthy habits within your family? Not just your own personal health. Like, think differently. Question everything. It is a motto that I absolutely live by. And if if I resonate with you, I inspire you, that is where I begin. I grew up with a pastor, father, really religious home, love them dearly, but I came out of the womb questioning. And I think that's where I got so much confidence from, right? To be rebelling against your own father from like the age of eight, trusting that inner instinct, even when it could cause harm, fear, pain, shame in my own family, it it was quite a feat. I look back and I'm like, damn, little girl, you did it. So start there, really start to question everything. What is it that's worked and what is it that hasn't? And move beyond self 
and really start to look at the world around you that has shaped you, your family beliefs, societal beliefs, societal conditioning. Start to really question that. That'll send you in a really deep dive and a new way of looking at things instead of just moving from a place of um, conscious thinking. Not conscious in the spiritual way, but the conscious mind, right? The logical mind. Number two, speak up. Use your voice and say no more often. If you're listening to this right now, we have already dropped a whole podcast on boundaries for the holidays. This applies to all year round. They were specifically for the holidays, but learn how to use your voice. Learn where you begin and somebody else ends. Wait, where you end and somebody else ends. Eh, Begins. (laughs) I'll get that right one of these days. But how are you using your voice How are you taking up space? Are you actually doing it? And how can you get more powerful at it? So often, especially as a people pleaser, I raised my hand right here. I have been a people pleaser in the the past. I have not spoken my truth because it would hurt other people. And then I walk around carrying a burden. But guess what? It's not just the weight of their emotions, but it's actually resentment. And resentment is one of the biggest weights to carry. I will give you an example. You're in a relationship with a friend. They constantly ask you to do things their way on their time. And they don't respect your boundaries. They bombard your life. You give, 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 right? And it reaches a boiling point all the time, often. And... Why don't you tell them? Oh, because it's just who they are. It's how they are. They mean really well. But guess what? You're the one that's in pain. And in fact, I would like to think that you're actually responsible for telling them. If you're actually their friend, your truth could be alchemy for them. How often have you actually told somebody the truth? And although it might've caused pain in the moment, they actually changed for the better, right? Like we could look at breakups. Oh my gosh, you guys, I want to tell you a story. I dated this guy for like two months and we like got in really quick together, like in a relationship. And there was two things that I couldn't stand about him. He was my neighbor. So I never really saw him. We walked the dogs together and stuff. That's how we met. And I never really saw him like dressed up or like going to work because we were neighbors. We just saw each other on our like off time. So every time I saw him, he was like in cargo shorts or basketball shorts and like flip flops. We were walking our dogs, no big deal. And then like a few months in, I started to see him like go off to work sometimes and like get dressed up for the weekends and dates. And you guys, he dressed like, I don't know. It was just really bad. He dressed, he, he just like wore these old man clothes, like not in a cool way. Like everything was too big. He wore rainbow flip flops with like cargo shorts. And like, I know that's like kind of cool now, like cargo shirts back in, but it was horrible. And then on top of it, so he had no style, you know, style is like a big thing for me. And on top of it, he had halitosis. 
which if you know what that is, if you've ever experienced it, I'm sorry for people who have it, but you need to know you have it so that you can really address the root cause of it. And also, you know, take precautions so that people don't have to like live with your bad breath. I'm sorry. There are natural remedies. There's amazing things out there. He didn't even know he had it. Like nobody had ever been honest with him. So anyways, he, this is all about using your voice and how it's alchemy, right? I'll get to the point. So after a few months of dating, it got to the point where like, I just couldn't stand being around him. His smell repulsed me. His clothing repulsed me. I wasn't sexually attracted. It was just such a mind fuck. I was like, how can I like this guy so much a few weeks ago and just be completely turned off? So I finally get the balls to break up with him. And he's like, I was like, it's not you, it's me. (laughs) I did the whole like, you know, um, people pleasing breakup. Like, I'm just in a different place. Like, you're older than me. Like, whatever, whatever. Eventually, he was, like, begging me, crying, crying, literal tears. Please just tell me the truth. There's something you're not telling me. And so I finally got the balls to say it. I was like, okay, the truth is, is that I can't stand the way you dress. We have no sense of style. And I'm sorry, but that's really important to me. Like, I love dressing up and being fashionable and going out and like going to the, at the time, like going to the club. (laughs) I was like 23 years old or 25. I don't know. I was pretty young going to the club and like going out to dinner on weekends and things like that. And I was like, you like literally like haven't bought clothes since college and he's, um, a CPA. So it's just like brown suits literally. And, um, he was like, pretty upset. Right. And then I told him he had halitosis. I don't know if I said that. I told him he had halitosis. Like he had really bad breath, even after he brushed his teeth. And I was like, you know, to be honest, like I talked about it with some friends and like discovered what it was. And like, I don't know if I can live with that. And it's like starting to like repel me and like, I'm having a physical reaction. I'm so sorry. So I tell him this, whatever I see him like a year later, even though we were neighbors, we'd never seen each other in the building on accident. So I just like never run into him again. We like walked our dogs at different times. I moved. I run into him like a year and a half later and he's like, I have to tell you that changed my life. I was like, what happened or how, why? And he's like, well, the next night I went out and I got totally blackout drunk and I got home and I threw all of my clothing out over my balcony onto the ground and every single shoe, every single jacket, every single pant short, you name it, he threw it out. And he's like the next day, like Sunday when I woke up, I like realized I'd done that. And like all the clothes were pretty much like picked up and gone by like the maintenance or something. And, and what's interesting is I actually saw that I saw all the clothes like all over the lawn, but I had no idea they were his, like they could have been anybody's from like that near vicinity. I just saw a bunch of clothes when I was walking my dog and I was like, Oh my God, I saw that. And he's like, so then the next day when I woke up and realized I had thrown everything out, I went to Saks and I had a personal shopper help style me and buy me an entire new wardrobe. I have chills. I was like, no way. He's like, I went to the dentist. I had some, um, tooth and gum work done. He's like, I still think I have halitosis, but like, I now know it. Thank God I never knew it. 
And then on top of it, you guys, this is the kicker. The woman who he hired to be his stylist was literally now his fucking wife and the mother of his child. You guys, I have chills. So when I say your voice is alchemy, I fucking mean it. Like you have the power to shift somebody's life with the truth. And that is not the one and only time. I can give you like countless other examples, but it's probably the most innocent, non-harmful, (laughs) non-gossip story that I can share with you. And so number two is speak up, use your voice and say fucking no more and tell the truth. Your voice is alchemy. So number one was question everything systems, drive, your own beliefs. Number two, speak up, use your voice. Number three, take opportunities and stop playing small. I will tell you a little story. So I was on a panel last week and um, we weren't given the opportunity to speak multiple times, but I wasn't prepared for that. I thought that we were going to all speak introduce ourselves and then go back down the line and have like questions asked and like more conversation. That's usually how panels go, but whoever or the person hosting the panel didn't really have an outline, which now I can see looking back. And so I was the first one and I said, hi, my name is Danielle. I introduced myself. I gave like a three, four, five, six minute, maybe total, um, synopsis of what I am and how I healed myself with microdosing. It was a psychedelic panel. And then the next guy goes on who this man, I totally respect and adore. And he, he goes, he asked the, the host of the panel, he said, how many minutes do we have for this? And she goes, Oh, 15, 20 minutes. And I was like shocked. I had like barely touched on my story and I thought, Oh my God, if he goes for 15, 20 minutes or 20 or 25 minutes, and this next girl does like the panel's over. We don't have people's attention span for that long on a panel. It's like, they're like 45 minutes or an hour. So he goes, okay, great. And he takes the fucking mic. Let me tell you, he took over. He seized that opportunity. He told his story. He plugged his products. He was enrolling people practically. He did a Q and a in that moment. He took a sip of water. Damn it. And some of my friends and some people were like, oh my God, I can't believe he took so much time. And then the next girl took 20 or 30 minutes and went on because, you know, she felt the permission because of what had happened and did the same thing. And I thought to myself, you know what? Like some of my friends were thinking like, oh my God, I can't believe he did that. That was like rude or whatever. But I honestly was like, bravo. You know, you really seize that opportunity. And had I asked the question, how much time do we have? I would have known the same thing, right? So it goes back to that first statement, question everything, right? Ask questions, but furthermore, seize the opportunities. Say yes more. Really stop playing small, right? I think I made an assumption and I could see even my six minutes, I could have really plugged myself better. And it was just such a perfect example of me who somebody was ready, prepared, seized the opportunity, asked the question and fucking nailed it. So bravo on him. If anybody was there, like I really was not offended and I was totally 
I just thought, damn, the balls, I want to do that next time. And so I was really inspired. So allow yourself to take opportunity and stop playing small. Number four, get messy as fuck. This year, I want you to really get out of perfectionism. Allow yourself to be messy. There are times when you need to show up and do the right thing and do it the right way. I get that. That comes with repetition. That comes with confidence. Repetition or confidence comes from repetition. You do not get good at anything until you do it a hundred times, right? We see babies. How do babies get perfect at walking? They try, they fall, they stand up, they fall, they bonk their heads, right? You are going to get hurt. You are going to fall down. Start to fall in love with the process of the journey. Start to fall in love with the process of the learning as you go. You cannot do something in a closed room forever. Practice it. That's fine. Whether it's a speech, whether it's podcasting, whether it's doing your makeup, like whether it's your business, practice it for sure. Coaching, whatever it is, practice by all means by yourself, but move out of that closet, get yourself out of the practice space and get messy. It's the only way you're going to get confident and you're going to get good at whatever it is you're doing. So allow yourself to be messy speak to that. Even on my first solo podcast, I talked about how I had overwhelm and fears and, um, the fear of our imposter syndrome, right? It's okay. Just announce it, clear the air, say, I'm really nervous actually, but I'm excited and nervousness and excited can feel the same way. So ride the wave, get messy. And number five, prioritize yourself and set boundaries, make space to fill your cup, make space to fill your cup, plug it into your schedule, create systems in your family, create systems in your work life that allow for you to fill your cup, whatever that means to you. I see a hypnotherapist twice a month that fills my cup. I get to work on my belief systems, my subconscious programming. He uses NLP to reprogram my mind. It's an insane, beautiful thing. That is my favorite way to self-care is my hypnotherapy sessions. It's a coaching therapy, NLP all in one. So prioritize yourself, whatever that is. So those are my rebellious resolutions. I will repeat them for you. Number one, question everything. Number two, speak up, use your voice. Number three, take small opportunities and stop or take opportunities and stop playing small. Number four, get messy as fuck. Fall in love with the journey. Number five, prioritize yourself, set boundaries and fill up your cup. So I hope you guys have an amazing 2023. I hope this helps set you up to write your goals and to write that word that you want to embody for 2023, but start here, journal in on this stuff, visualize it and manifest this to be your new way of being rebellious resolutions, baby 2023. Here we come. We're rebellious as fuck. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Every week, we have a reoccurring segment. I share my favorite things, tangible products to use, things to walk away with, and above and beyond the inspiration of these conversations. Think, this week's rebellious perspective. Albert Camus said, 
The only way to deal with an unfree world is to become absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. If you are listening from the United States or the free Western world, you are lucky enough to be able to choose this. But my prompt to you is how dare you take it for granted. We are watching as 15,000 protesters are being sentenced to death in Iran for fighting for just that. So especially if you are a woman, take up space. Do not let it become lost on you that you have the choice to be so boldly you, to express yourself, your voice, your heart. Do not allow others' beliefs, indoctrination, or your personal fears to hold you back. Shop. I am obsessed with matcha. It is part of my daily routine with a great steady energy flow, no more spikes just to drop off like coffee. I do say I do drink coffee too, but I love my matcha. Dr. Andrew Wheel, alternative medicine guru and founder of the Dr. Andrew Wheel Center for Integrative Medicine and matcha.com produces the highest quality and best tasting matcha from Japan. Use code Danielle Bigby to get 10% off your purchase, all found in the show notes. Do go be rebellious. Put into place this list that I gave you for rebellious resolutions and tell me how it feels. I want to be in conversation with you. I hope you guys have an amazing holiday season. I hope 2023 is everything you dreamed it to be. I love you so much. Share this with anybody you desire, anybody who you need think needs to hear this message. Save this podcast and write me a review. Thanks. Have an amazing day. Mm-hmm.